it's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Time down. The Lightning win the Stanley Cup. They have reached the top of the mountain. They are the Stanley Cup champs. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of For Future Considerations. I am Manny Pava. Hope you enjoyed the first two episodes of the pod that we dropped last week with my boys. These guys are among the best in the business. Two of my best friends. First, Matt Dumichel. Matt, buddy, how you doing? Manny, I'm, I'm doing all right. The, the voice is a little froggy still, but, you know, that's what you get. Uh, we released the two podcasts. We're all excited. We get a bunch of great feedback. We get on a plane. We go to Coco Cay. We're there for three <laughs> days. It's, you know, I didn't slept about two hours the whole time. You come back a little bit groggy. But, you know what? Well, well worth it, Manny. Still recovering. But that was a great trip. Thanks for organizing that. Well, <laughs> wait till you see the bill. <laughs> John Rashad, have you recovered from the celebratory trip? Uh, yeah, I don't know where that tattoo came from. <laughs> right? And it's spelt wrong. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Manny has two ends in it. <laughs> so your tattoo just says Manny? <laughs> you can and use I- that. I couldn't understand what the picture was. Are those bottles or are those something else? And are the bottles on wheels? Like, I don't, I don't know what else that, that, that picture is supposed to be. Oh, man, boys, what a good week we had last week. Such great feedback. Yeah, it was great. We appreciate everybody listening and uh, letting us know what they think, uh, the good and the bad and the ugly and, and all of that. And we hope that uh, you guys keep this as interactive uh, as you can, because we're we're waiting for, for you guys to, to really pilot the show. So and and the best part, too, is we were able to expand our uh, our platforms. Um, we're on Spotify. Uh, I think most of you caught us on anchor but we're on spotify we're on pocket casts we're on itunes now which is great so um tell your friends you can follow us on social media too right matt yeah the uh twitter and instagram uh handles are at podcast ffc uh for future considerations so you can find us there and you can find us on facebook as well yeah, for future considerations, look that up on Facebook. You can almost also email us for future considerations at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. One email that we did get last week, Mr. Rashad, had to do with the most dangerous places to live in the world. <laughs> somebody, we didn't finish the thought, and somebody really wanted to know where they are so what what the heck were you watching last week what is this <laughs> uh actually i guess it was uh, two weeks ago while you guys were watching the nfl i was having time well spent on netflix watching uh the 72 most dangerous places in the world to live and i've since found out uh there are some sequels to this there are 72 most dangerous animals Whoa. which is exciting so i gotta take that in at some point John Rashad is 70th on the list. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll take that in. I'll probably wait till after the Super Bowl. I'll probably watch the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, some of the places, 
Well, if uh, any of our listeners are near Kelowna, uh, Big White, the big ski resort there, uh, avalanches are frequent around there. So they were talking about people getting buried alive in uh, avalanches, which is uh, always uh, something to try and avoid. And um, a toxic village in Peru. And then my, my personal favorite... The world's most polluted river in Indonesia, where people uh, bathe and uh, and swim in raw sewage. Oh, that's not oh, right. Oh, no. That's not right. So let's avoid Indonesia for our next celebratory trip, boys. Yeah. And let's go somewhere else. Not even Peru. We're not going to that place in Peru either. Oh, man. <laughs> bathe in toxic sewage? Yeah, they say the river is sacred. And so they uh, they go in there as part of their religion, but um, also the, all the factories and all the cities along the river dump all their uh, waste and raw sewage oh. in there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. And you thought the Detroit River was bad when you were down here, Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, what do we got on the show today, Rashad? We're going to talk about uh, the big trade in baseball, the blockbuster deal in the NFL. Super Bowl, of course, we want to talk about prop bets because you got to make some money. And uh, we'll talk about the Super Bowl itself. That's where we'll start, guys. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady are going to Super Bowl 55. Andy Reid, you've got a chance now to go get a second ring and go back to back yourself. Now that we're under a week away, who do you got? Chiefs, Bucks. I'm I'm going Kansas City. Like I I know they're favored by three, and you think I'm a front runner, Matt. But how can you not bet against the Chiefs and the best player on the planet in Patrick Mahomes? Like it's Patrick Mahomes. Like he's the best player. Who, who is it? Who is it? <laughs> the best player on the planet. Chiefs went 14 and two in the regular season. They get, spotted the Bills a nine nothing lead in the AFC championship game and then beat them soundly 38, 24. Like the game wasn't even as close as the score. Uh, the chiefs are perfect on the road this year. So don't give me any excuse that Tampa Bay has home field advantage. Mahomes is 21 and four career on the road. Seven and zero after a bye. Andy Reed is almost perfect after a bye, and he's coached for 50 million years. Like, this week off works basically as a buy. How can you not like the Chiefs' odds here? There's nothing wrong with with going with the favored Manny. That's an easy one for you. I, I'm glad you were able to to get that one uh, yeah, taken yeah, care yeah. of right out of the gate there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're you know what? I I I I can't say that if I were putting real hard money down and Rashad seen us in casinos and he gets real <laughs> uncomfortable real fast when we start putting real money down, I'll take the guy that's going to his 10th Super Bowl. I'll take the guy who went to his first Super Bowl when the quarterback that he's playing against was in kindergarten. I'm going to take Tom Brady. I'm going to say the, the key of the game is going to be Ronald Jones. I think the, the Bucks have to get their running game going. I think this is going to be a shootout. I'm going to take the over heavy. I was looking at this uh, as far as getting ready for the show today. I was even going to throw to Rashad. I think this is going to outscore the last Grey Cup because he's always talking about wow. the, the love of the of the offense in the Grey Cup. 2019, it, the final score was 33 to 12. 
The Super Bowl is going to be well over that. I think both teams score at least 24 points in this one. And I'm going to take the guy who is is money anytime you ask him to be, especially coming off of what could have been one of his worst games as a pro. He knows, he's smart enough, that he's lucky to be where he is. He gets to play in Tampa Bay. He's got all his boys down there. They came back for one reason and one reason alone, and they're not going to let the kid who was in kindergarten when he was taking on his first Super Bowl be the one that stops him. All you just told us was that Tom Brady's old. He's just an old fart. He's an old goat. He is a goat. He's a goat, but he's old. When when we go out, you're always bragging that experience matters. <laughs> how, does, how does experience not matter in the damn Super Bowl? Experience got him here. Can, can he take over the show? I don't think he can take over the show. Look, look the Bucs have a great defense. They're going to try to blitz. They're going to try to blitz. KC, right? But Patrick Mahomes, I looked this up just for you boys tonight. Patrick Mahomes, pro football focus, has Mahomes as the best quarterback against the Blitz, right? Um, They don't have to force the run because, like you said, it's going to be a shootout. If I'm going to take one offense over the next, it's Kansas City's offense in a shootout. And on the other side, like, the Chiefs' D is pretty good. They need to get pressure on Brady, Mm -hmm. just like the Eagles did in that 2018 Super Bowl. Um, But if there's a guy who can do it, Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator for the Chiefs, he was the D.C. with the Giants when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So he did it once before. I'm pretty sure he can come up with another game plan to try to force the old man to run around in the backfield because he can't run around. All the Buccaneers need to do in this game is stay close, stay close, stay close. And then we're, you know, I, I hate to go out on a rim and, and, and ruin the Super Bowl for you, but it's going to be a tight finish. Tom Brady's going to have the ball in his hands with less than two minutes. And I, 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 I like my money. I'm going to put it on, on the goat. Side bet. And speaking of football, a big trade on the weekend. Stafford steps up and on the move, throws for the end zone, touchdown! Second and goal, play action, golf to the air, golf to the end zone for Tyler Higby, and a Rams touchdown! The Detroit Lions traded Matt Stafford to the LA Rams for Jared Goff. Two future first round picks in 2022 and 2023, and a third rounder this year. And since you guys are both right across the river in Windsor, uh, let's get your thoughts on the move. Who do you think won? Yeah, this was, uh, I think the Rams were a surprise. Uh, it was pretty clear that Matthew Stafford had played his last game as a Detroit Lion. Uh, the Rams were a team that uh, came up a little bit later on in the process and uh, and swept in and grabbed Matthew Stafford. Wasn't even an, an option in our poll that uh, we had going that we'll go through the results uh, for that as well just after uh, the next couple minutes here. But um, I, I love the deal for the Detroit Lions. I, I I think anytime you're getting equal players, and, and I would consider Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford equal players, and you're adding two first-round picks, you're adding a third-round pick, you're not even asking for Jared Goff to be the guy. 
he may end up being a placeholder. You're getting a, a terrible contract. Everybody knows that. There's there's nothing you can do about that if you're the Detroit Lions. But these picks, and this is always what Lions fans talk about. We don't need to take another quarterback. We don't need to take another tight end. We need picks. We need to get extra bodies in here at different skilled positions and, and add those on. Jared Goff, I think, is going to be just fine for the Lions. I think Matthew Stafford's going to be great for the Rams. But you throw in those extra picks, you could be making a straight four NFL players for one NFL player trade. And I'll take that any day of the week. Matt, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Like, literally, what are you drinking? I've got a little whiskey, uh, okay. water, some lemon, and uh, and some honey. All right, for your voice. But I can <laughs> but I can tell you're drinking whiskey because you just said Jared Goff and Matt Stafford are the same player. And they're not. Stafford's way better than Goff. Way better. Jared Goff, last two years, 31 games, 29 interceptions. That ain't good, brother. That's terrible. Listen, I give you the fact that the Lions... I thought they did really well. Everybody knew they were trading Stafford because Stafford has to be traded. And to get two first-round picks and a third-rounder, I think, is very good for Detroit. They now have five first-round picks over the next three years. I give you that. I give you that. But the L.A. Rams win this deal because they are going for it. Like, every time I watch the Rams play the the past year, I just thought to myself, what would they be like if they had a better QB? Now they have a better QB. Stafford revives his career. He's a former number one pick. He's solid. The Rams are in win now mode. They have arguably the best defense in the league. Aaron Donald, best defensive lineman. Jalen Ramsey, best cornerback. They were the number one defense this past year. And yes, I know that doesn't mean they're going to be the number one defense next year but they're not going to be last they're still going to be a top five top 10 d so all of a sudden you got stafford to play with cam makers cooper cup woods like they've got some really good offenses and i think this is a bold move i love bold moves if you think you're in a win now window you make the move and because you never know a proven player is better than a pick in my mind boys and that's why i think the rams win this deal yeah, and, and I'm not arguing that Matthew Stafford is not going to perform well with the, the Rams, and, and he may be a ticket to the whole thing. Look, the Chicago Cubs gave up a ton to get Aroldis Chapman. They won a World Series, and they're just fine with that. And, and if the Rams win a Super Bowl, they're going to be just fine with this trade and, and whatever comes of the, the players that they draft. I just look at a few numbers, and I just see too many similarities in there. Sure, you can switch teams and offensive weapons and defense, and you can do that all day. Jared Goff in his career, 63.4% completion percentage. Matthew Stafford in his career, 62.6% completion percentage. As far as their careers, average touchdowns and interceptions in their careers. Jared Goff has an average of about 21.4 touchdowns a year and 11 interceptions. Matthew Stafford has 23 touchdowns a year and 12 interceptions. Those numbers, no matter whose offense or defense or who they're throwing to, are way too similar for me to throw in two first-rounders and a third-round pick after that. Yeah, but you're talking about different systems, and I think I think the systems 
say a lot here. Like every time I watched the Lions, I thought, what about if Stafford was in a better system? And I think Sean McVay is the coach and has a better system than what Matt Patricia had, than what stale Jim Caldwell had before terrible Matt Patricia. He was awful. So I think I think Stafford will be better in this system. And he, he doesn't have the guaranteed money. Goff has $43 million guaranteed over the next two years. Stafford making $43 million for the next two years. None of it is guaranteed. If it doesn't work, you can move on from him. But I still think Stafford's the better QB, and I think the Rams win this deal. As we mentioned, we also did that Twitter poll on another NFL quarterback wanting to be traded. Three-man rush. Watson steps up. Fires for the end zone. It's a touchdown for the Texans. Deshaun Watson wants to be traded from the Houston Texans. Matt, what did uh, the Twitter world think was his best destination? Yeah, so we gave four options in the poll. We gave the Detroit Lions, the New England Patriots, Indianapolis Colts, and the New York Jets. So the Colts came in last at 6% of the poll. The Patriots at 19%. The the Texans aren't going to trade Watson interdivision like that to to a good team. The Jets at 31%, who I thought, are the the if I'm going to say likely destination, I feel like that's the likely destination. The Lions came in at 44, percent but they don't need them anymore. They've got uh, they've got Jared Goff, right? So then maybe the Jets. Although I wouldn't mind seeing Miami in there. Like you p- trade Tua and picks for Deshaun. Um, I wouldn't mind the Niners going for him. You just mm-hmm. saw the Rams pony up. If the Ra- if the Niners think they're that close get the better QB. I think we all agree Watson's better than Stafford, right? So the only question is, if Stafford cost you two picks and golf, mm-hmm. what's Deshaun Watson going to cost you? That's that's the trouble that the Los Angeles Rams have just created in the NFL. That's a lot of picks that you've got to give up for a quarterback. And you're getting you know a, a, a talented but older Matthew Stafford. You're getting a younger and maybe more talented Deshaun Watson, especially if you were to be the Indianapolis Colts and trying to get this guy to, to make a trade in her division. You may have to sign over Lucas Oil Stadium to get him, but <laughs> we'll see where Deshaun Watson ends up landing. And also the big trade in Major League Baseball. Pitch hit to the left side in the hole, but there's Arenado, spins and fires, and he gets the out. This guy's truly a great player. Nolan Arenado has been traded by the Colorado Rockies to the St. Louis Cardinals for, count him, five prospects. He's arguably the best third baseman of baseball, so does this move make the Cardinals contenders in the National League, Manny? No. <laughs> All right, what what do we got next, Rashad? <laughs> no. It's time for rapid fire. Not at all. Like, listen, Nolan Arenado is arguably the best third baseman in the league, like Rashad said, right? I totally get it. He's he's great defensively. Uh, the bat's pretty good. Yes, he played in Coors Field, and we all know about what they say about hitting in Coors Field. But I just look at the other teams in the National League. And I still think the Cardinals may be the fifth best team. There's the Dodgers. There's the Padres. Oh, the Mets got better. And, oh, yeah, the Braves are still pretty good, too. So even though the Cardinals may win their division, because who's in that division? The Brewers, the Cubs, and the Reds? Yeah, the Cardinals may win that division. I still don't think they're better than those other four teams that I mentioned. 
No, and I don't think they're going to be World Series champions or, or National League champion threats. But I do like this deal for, for the St. Louis Cardinals a lot. You came into the offseason, you wanted to address your defense and the power that you have in your lineup. <clears throat> you've got Paul Goldschmidt in there. Now you've got Nolan Arenado. And and you mentioned it, Manny. That National League Central might be the worst division in baseball. <laughs> outside of the American League West, which which is not much better, if, if uh, any better at all. So you win your division. You're already in the last six. You get an opportunity to go up against some of these teams, and and the way that I've always looked at baseball, and and, and uh, I don't know where it came from, but the, my my thinking has always been from who are you starting in game three, in a series, and, and that's going to propel who's or how that series is going to go. The St. Louis Cardinals don't have a lot of depth in, in their rotation. I don't think anybody's arguing that. Um, as far as their pitching is concerned, they had the ninth best team ERA last year. They had the third best opponent batting average in the National League at 216. They got some good guys in that bullpen, especially. They've got some swing and miss guys back there. I don't think they're better than the Dodgers. I don't think they're better than the Padres. I, I'm, I, I'm not sure that the Mets are better than them. Really? And, and the Braves are good. But the Braves, to me, are also one of those teams that it's speeding up a little too fast for them. That they're I don't I don't like their their starting rotation, and, and I don't think they're entirely deep in there. So I'm not going to say that they're National League threats to r- represent the National League in the World Series. I'm not really comfortable with saying top three, but uh, I'm more comfortable at it than you are. Yeah, I, I like Atlanta's rotation. I think going by your uh, suggestion on about who's going to start in game three, I think Atlanta, I'd be more comfortable with Atlanta's options for game three than St. Louis's. And I think Okuna in Atlanta's going to be a, such a stud this year. This deal, though, is terrible for Colorado because they're going to have to trade Trevor Story this year. But it reminds me of uh, Billy Bean in the clip in Moneyball with Dave Justice, the Yankees are paying half your salary to play against them. Colorado is basically paying Nolan Arenado's salary to play against them. They're paying $35 million for St. Louis, for Nor Arenado to play for St. Louis this year. Plus, they're offering another $50 million if... Arenado doesn't opt out after 2021 or 2022. That's a lot of money to give up for a player that's not going to be on your team. No, that that's a ton. And and this is a, a really, uh, all in all, I, I think it's a great deal for the Cardinals. Um, uh, it's a sad day for the Colorado Rockies uh, completely. I mean, they have spent hundreds of millions of dollars in free agents to try to bring them to Colorado to try to build a winner with some of these young superstars that they have had go through their program over the last five, ten years, and they've not gotten anywhere. And this is just another, you know, notch in their belt that they are going to have to deal Arenado. They're going to lose Trevor Story, as you said. They're going to lose guys like Charlie Blackman, and it's it's going to be a a long road back from Colorado. This is incredible. You know, guys, I gotta be honest. I have goofball. Unbelievable. Oh my god. Oh wow! 
Alright guys, now it's time for the play of the week. This is the new feature where we're going to pick an amazing play in the world of sports and we'll highlight it here on the podcast. Yeah, this uh, feature is brought to you by our good friend Shane at Next Level Athletics, based in Windsor here. Shane specializes in sport training, nutrition, mental preparation, physical preparation to get your body to the next level. Basically, if you want to look the opposite of me and Manny, (laughs) go see Shane at Next Level Athletics in Windsor, and he will, will reverse the trend. Yeah, Matt's enjoying a whiskey tonight. I'm enjoying a vodka. Uh, Shane, whenever we see him, he's drinking lemon water. Shane's the only guy I've ever been to a sports bar with that ordered tea. (laughs) And I think he left with the waitress's phone number, too. I I don't know. I think he might be on to something. Shane, during this whole pandemic thing, too, Shane has been holding workouts, doing workouts online. He's having workout classes. And he's doing them for free on Facebook and on the gram. So you can join him as he's, this is how much he's dedicated to helping people get to the next level. You, or if you're just trying not to look like Matt or myself, Rashad, you, you might need to join this because I've seen you after that trip last weekend (laughs) and, and, and you could you could use to lose a few lbs buddy okay well you guys this body is a temple but i mean i can always think of the next level your wife would this appreciate the, that too. This is the guy who, as we'll never forget, and we'll reminisce all the time when we go through the show. We hope it's not too inside jokes, but I remember taking Rashad to lunch at the Pizza Hut buffet in Owen Sound, and in in about a twenty five minute window, I saw Rashad take out about four large pizzas. <laughs> they had to close it. They had to yeah, close that's why the buffet after you. Know why the buffet doesn't exist at Pizza Hut anymore? <laughs> Two words. Considerations at gmail.com if you want to complain about that. Oh, man. And the play of the week this week is a no doubter. Yeah. It is next level. He knew it was only a matter of time before they started to convert. And Connor McDavid and the the power play group is set. They're getting the chances they want. They just got to execute. Here's McDavid all the way. Scores. Did that just happen? Or do that. Don't set it up. Just take it end to end and walk through everybody and tuck it upstairs. And for Connor McDavid, held off the shot clock of the game Thursday night. Toronto did an excellent job at shutting him down. You give him a little bit of space, he's going to take a lot. Matt, how about that goal by Connor McDavid? The the ridiculous thing about Connor McDavid, and there's there's nobody else in hockey that you can say this about. The second that Connor McDavid got speed in the neutral zone he was going to score a goal. And there were three Leafs back, and we all knew that puck was at least getting to the net and probably getting behind the goalie. Unbelievable play. He blew by the guy at center ice like he was going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And blew by the next three guys inside the zone. Um, it's unbelievable. The We've seen this, and we've talked about this before because we saw him play for the Erie Otters. Hmm. We've never seen a player who can skate that fast and keep control of the puck on his stick. It's unbelievable. And why does he do this against the Leafs all the time? Last year, he had the goal of the year against Uh the Leafs, and he did it again last week. It's unbelievable. Are you ready? 
And that means it's time for rapid fire. And so this week with the Super Bowl coming up, we wanted to talk about uh, prop bets. Are you guys uh, ready for some of the prop bets I found online? Things that you can actually bet on. Oh, we are, we are actually going to bet on these yeah, two. Yeah, okay. 100%. <laughs> 50 bucks a pop. Here we go. <laughs> All right. What color will the Gatorade be that is poured on the winning coach? Orange. And, uh, Orange. Yeah, we I'm have... saying Buccaneers red. Oh, my Woo! God. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, even though they're not playing in the game... How many times will the New England Patriots be mentioned on the broadcast? What's the over-under on that? Uh, they have two. Oh, it'll be over. Two, it'll yeah. be way over. It'll, it'll be, be over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many times will Giselle Bunchen be shown on the screen? Two. They have it at 1.5. Okay. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say twice during the game and once up on the stage when Tom Brady is lifting the Lombardi Trophy. Woo! I, I think the only time we'll see her at the end of the game, she will have the meanest face in the world. <laughs> like the after... woman that yelled at LeBron? <laughs> yes, like that. <laughs> like that. That's going to be Giselle's sister. That's basically going to be your twin sister. That is how she's going to look at the end of the game. This one is uh, not actually during the broadcast, but it'll be just before. The main color of Miley Cyrus's hair during the tailgate show. Blonde slash white is the favorite, tied with brown. Then they have red. At plus 500, they have purple. I'll take plus 500. That's not a bad, yeah. I was yeah. going to say Buccaneers red. Woo! But... <laughs> you need to get off. <laughs> How are your knees? You keep jumping on and off this bandwagon all the time. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to take the plus 500. I'll go purple. And LeBron because he's considered uh, the GOAT and Tom Brady being the GOAT. They're saying, how many times are we going to see LeBron mentioned during the broadcast? What's the line on that? Yeah, they're picking uh, yes is plus 550 and no is minus 1,000. I'm going to take no. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the no. They're saying that they'll probably come up with a graphic comparing the greatest of all time and uh, mention him in there, but uh, we'll see. And uh, will the weekend be seen with sunglasses on his face? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna play. Uh, he's got to play one of the greatest songs of all time, "Blinded Light" or "Blinded by the Light" or whatever the hell it's song <laughs> called. One of the greatest songs of all time. Know, what yeah. it's called. Did you see this? This guy's putting seven million dollars of his own money into the halftime show so that it's it's done the way he wants it done. This That's is gonna true. be unbelievable that's a true canadian move right yeah spending your own money to put on a show for everyone else don't worry guys <laughs> i got this it's called blinding lights isn't it yeah blinding lights yep. okay what a song okay and my very favorite prop bet of all will any scoring drive take less time than it takes jasmine sullivan and eric church to sing the national anthem Repeat that again. I, I, this will, is a really good one. Hold on. Yeah. I want to will, will any scoring drive take less time than it takes them to sing the national anthem? And it's Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church. So we don't have a huge, uh, we don't have a Christina Aguilera or, or somebody like that stretching it out. But I, like the, the national anthem, they normally say is like a minute 20, right? Um, something like that. I'm going to go heavy on the over because you've got two people singing the national anthem. With the way those teams work, man, I kind of like, I kind of like less than the anthem. Wow, yeah. one pass, 
Mahomes to Tyreek Hill. They're probably going to do it three times for a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> but 40 seconds, one play. Good night, Charlie. Good night, Bunchin. Good night, Brady. Good how night, Arians. How long does it take for Rondé Barber to run a pick six back? Is Rondé <laughs> Barber still playing? Is he playing in this game? Go Buccaneers! Woo! Don't remind me about that. And that's our show for today, but not for the week, because we'll be releasing a special edition on Fridays each and every week called the OT. That's right. Interactive. We're going to play the game. You can play it at home, give you a chance to send in your answers. You can email us. You can message us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can stop by Rashad's place and let him know at 4.30 <laughs> in the morning when he's out walking the dog what, what you think it's going to be. There might be draws that we do as well for, for some, uh, some great prizes too. So we want you guys involved in this as much as we can. We're going to give you the answer to Friday's quiz or, or whatever we we end up doing with it in overtime the next episode so you've got some time to think about it yeah you, although if you do want to give it to Rashad and personally deliver it you have to get through like 25 centimeters of snow right Rashad? Yeah. <laughs> how much snow do you have there now uh yeah there's still probably about uh i'd say six or eight centimeters on the ground and it's wow. been cold yeah so yeah. like matt Matt said you can send us a message on email or on social media. We're at podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram, or you can find us on Facebook at for future considerations. That's for future considerations. And We're the also- email address as well yeah. for future considerations at gmail.com. Awesome. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes, anchor breaker, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts. So wherever you're listening to on whatever platform, thank you for listening in. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. All the feedback's great. Yeah. And when you uh, give us the feedback to give us some suggestions, uh, show ideas, even your own takes, if you agree or disagree with Manny or Matt or me on the 75 most dangerous places in the world to live. (laughs) (laughs) We need we need the animals list next time. We need to caught up on the animals. And if you know Kiefer Sutherland, let us know because we got to get him on the pod as well. Thanks for listening. Again, follow us on social media for the next edition of For Future Considerations. That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. It's garbage! And the editor that let it come out is garbage. You're still here? It's over. Go home.